you like to better understand the Bible? How can you grow as a Christian and find personal peace? What happens at the second coming of Jesus? What is the relevance of Bible prophecy today? How do you identify a cult? What happens when you die? Here is your opportunity to find answers to these and many other questions by exploring 30 not only relevant, but life-changing topics that await your discovery. Welcome to Search for Certainty. I'm glad you could join us. I'm your host, Gail Fong, and with me in the studio today is Hannah Nakagawa. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you, Gail. Our Bible study today is Revelation's glorious climax. God's plans for us are more amazing than we can possibly imagine. His ultimate goal for this planet in rebellion is beyond our comprehension. His dream for us is far beyond our wildest imagination. Whatever you imagine heaven to be like, it is more magnificent, more beautiful, more glorious. In this lesson, we will discover the destiny of the redeemed in the earth made new. In 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 13, we read, We, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. In his word, God has given us a preview of the glories of the new earth as an appetizer to create within us the desire to be there. But he has not answered every question we might have on the subject. We do well to remember Paul's word. In 1 Corinthians 2.9, it says, I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for those who love him. Well, although we cannot understand everything about heaven, we can find answers to some of our most fundamental questions directly from the Bible. And before we begin, Hannah, would you open with prayer for us, inviting the Holy Spirit to guide us today? Sure. Thank you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this uh, wonderful study that we can study together. Father, thank you that you do have an amazing plan for us. Father, I pray that as we um, search in, um, yeah, search your scripture, I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit be poured upon us. Please, Lord, speak to us, Lord, and um, give us understanding. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Hannah, whose control will all earthly kingdoms pass into? We go to the last book of the Bible, Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15. Sure. It says, Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voice in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. I like that. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of Daniel 2, where we we started way back in the beginning of our Bible studies, where... God was going to set up his kingdom and his kingdom would last forever. Forever and ever, that's right. What title does the Bible give Jesus, the ruler of this new heaven and earth? We're in the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 17 and verse 14. 
These would make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb would overcome them, for He is Lord and Lord, and King of kings, and those who are with Him are called, chosen, and faithful. Called, um, chosen, and faithful. Amen. And God is Lord of lords and King of kings. He truly is worthy of our worship and adoration. Now, when Jesus reigns as the king of planet Earth, where will his capital city, New Jerusalem, be located? Where will the seat of his government be? We go, we're in Revelation. Revelation chapter 21, verses 2 and 3. It says, Then I, John, saw the holy city New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. Hmm. So the New Jerusalem will be located on planet Earth. Yes. Amazing. Mm. And God will dwell with his people. Yes. Well, how does the Bible describe this city? Revelation 21, verses 16 to 21. The city is laid out as a square. Its length is as great as its um, breadth. And he measures the city with a reed, 12,000 um, furlongs. It, its length, um, breadth, and height are equal. Then he measured its wall, 144 cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of an angel. The construction of its wall was um, of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like clear glass. The foundation of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third Chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth burial, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoparas, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. Wow, Hannah. And verse 21 as well. Okay. The 12 gates were 12 poles. Each individual gate was of one pole. And the street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. Wow. So let's just backtrack yes. on this beautiful city <laughs> that you've just read about there, Hannah. And uh, let's just go over some of those uh, remarkable features of this beautiful, beautiful city, the city of God, the New Jerusalem. Mm. And we discovered in verse 16 that it's laid out as a square. As a square. Mm. Interesting. Now, what's so interesting about that is its length is as great as its breadth. And notice also the 12,000 furlongs, its length and breadth and height are Equal. Equal. Hmm. Now, this that's quite amazing. So it's like a cube. Yes. Wow. We don't have any cities like that. No. <laughs> this is God's city. Hmm. Uh, now, what about uh, the walls? 
wolves. Yes, it is 144 cubits according to the measure of the man, that is of the angel. And then what were the walls made of in verse 18? Yes, um, construction of its wall was of jasper and the city was pure gold like a clear glass. Amazing. This is a sparkling city. Yes. <laughs> now, what about, um, there's a lot of precious stones there. Mm. And uh, the foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with these. So underneath the city is this beautiful uh, rainbow colors of stones. Yes. Precious stones mm. that the city's foundation has. Amazing, Hannah. And uh, what were the gates of the city made of that you read there in verse 21? Yes, gates were 12 poles. Each individual gate was a pole. I, I once was visiting a lady and we were reading this passage together and she said, now that, she said, I, I just, I find that hard to believe because ah. <laughs> pearls are not that big. But... Um, God said it. Mm. It's God's word. And none of us have ever seen a city like this before. Yes. And imagine one pearl making up one gate of the New Jerusalem. Wow. It's going to be something to behold, the city of God. Wow. Well, God can do anything. Mm. And the streets of the city, Hannah, in verse 21, they're not made of bitumen. Or cement. No, it was pure gold, like transparent glass. It's a sparkling city. Wow. Well, now, a furlong is about one-eighth of a mile. So the city is about 2,253 kilometers or 1,400 miles or 555 kilometers or 345 miles on each side. So this is some one massive city. Now, a cubit is approximately 45.72 centimetres, or in the old scale, 18 inches. So this would make the wall of the New Jerusalem approximately 64 metres high or 210 feet high. This fantastic city, the capital of the universe, will descend to earth. The redeemed planet, once fallen in sin, will become the master control center of the entire universe. That is something to think about. Mm. Well, since the New Jerusalem is a real city upon a real planet, Will the redeemed have real immortal bodies? Let's go to Philippians in the New Testament, chapter 3 and verse 21. Who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself? Hmm. So there, Hannah, it tells us that our Bodies, these lowly bodies are going to be glorious, glorious, conform to his glorious yes. body. Mm. What about also in First Corinthians fifteen fifty one? Sure, First Corinthians fifteen fifty one. 
to 54 as well. It says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not be all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead would be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Wonderful promise. And you could also read verse 54 perhaps as well, Yes, yes. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swollen up in victory. Amen. Now the word mortal means subject to disease, decay and death. Mm. The word Immortal means not subject to death. It means imperishable or eternal. Just as Jesus received a glorious immortal body at his resurrection, we too will receive a glorious immortal body when Jesus comes again. Now, just as Jesus was recognized by his voice, his unique mannerisms and the physical features, so we will recognize our loved ones in heaven. Now, will these glorious new bodies be subject to sickness, pain or death? Revelation 21 and verse 4 says, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things has passed away. Amen. Mm. And Hannah, if you could just read also verse 5 as well. Verse 5, it says, then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. That's a wonderful comfort, isn't it? It's hard to imagine a world with no more death, Mm. no more sorrow, no more crying, no more pain. But this is what God's kingdom will be like. Yes, he promised us. And it's hard for us to sometimes imagine because we are living in a very sinful and um, dark world. But God promised us there'll be no more sins, no more death. And I love how you read there at the end about in verse 5 there, Hannah, that God tells us that these words are true and faithful. And faithful. Mm. I love that. That's something to meditate on. That's something to write in our hearts. Yes. Something to to remember. Mm. It will lift our spirits when days are dark. Yes. There is a better world to come. Hannah, what about Isaiah 35 and verse 5? Yes. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the doomed um, sing. For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in a desert. Mm. So there'll be no blindness, no deafness, no, no one who will be using a wheelchair, walking stick, or a walker in heaven. No. Perfect health. Yeah. Perfect healthy bodies. Mm. That will live for eternity. Mm. 
and be able to praise God and sing and enjoy the earth made new. So Hannah, what practical activities will the redeemed pursue in the new earth? If you could read for us Isaiah chapter 65 verses 21 and 22. They shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall no build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree, so shall be the days of my people, and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. So they're definitely real people yes. because they're building houses, mm. they're planting vineyards, they're enjoying the fruits of their labor. Yeah. And there's no rent to pay. pay. Mm. There's no mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and what you plant, you can enjoy it for eternity. Yes. And there'll be plenty to share. Mm. What a, an amazing new world Amen. God is preparing. Well, how does the Bible describe our closeness to Jesus in eternity? In Revelation chapter 14 and verse 4 to begin. These are the ones who are not defied with women, for they are virgins. They are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. These were redeemed from among men, being first fruit to God and to the Lamb. So they'll follow the Lamb wherever He goes. He goes. So these were not, def- where it says, the Bible says, these were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. This is in a, in a symbolic sense, yes. because here they're referring to those that are keeping the pure teachings of Jesus yes. and following him. And as they followed him here on earth, they'll continue to follow him in heaven. Wow. They're the first fruits to God and to the Lamb. Mm. And Hannah, if you would read for us Revelation 21 and verse 2. Yes. Then I, I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. So Jesus is the King of kings. As he travels throughout his vast heavenly kingdom, the redeemed will travel with him as exhibits of his love and grace. As we follow him now, we are preparing to follow him throughout all eternity. Well, Hannah, will we actually see God in the new earth? What does it say in Revelation chapter 22, verses 3 and 4? Yes, it says... And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servant shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. Hmm. So they will see his face. Yes. What a day that will be. Hmm. And his name. Now that name that shall be in their foreheads, that name is the character of God. Mm. He is our, the Lord, our righteousness. His character is manifest in our lives and we will be revealing his character throughout all eternity. Wow. And because of that and because our sins are forgiven, we will be able to look upon his face Mm. without a veil between. 
Well, how does the Bible describe the rich fellowship with the redeemed of all ages we shall enjoy in heaven? Matthew chapter 8 and verse 11. It says, And I say to you that many would come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Now, I don't know, Hannah, if you have a favorite Bible character. (laughs) Well, I like um, Joseph, Daniel, um, (laughs) Mary. So many. (laughs) There are so many. But imagine that we will be able to sit down and enjoy fellowship and eating at tables with them Wow! for all eternity. (laughs) We can go and talk to them. Wow. We can ask all the questions. We can ask a lot of questions. (laughs) But they may want to know your story. Mm. They they may want to know what was it like to live in the 21st century. Yes. How was it for you? And yet, for us, we will want to hear about their experience Mm. firsthand. That is just one of the joys of heaven that awaits the redeemed. Mm. Well, one of life's greatest joys is fellowship, the relationship we share with friends and those we love, the ability to share freely and openly with the people closest to us provides some of our happiest moments. Heaven's friendships will be the richest we have ever experienced. Everyone worth knowing will be there. We will have the opportunity to fellowship with such Bible greats as Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Daniel, Peter and Paul, Mary, (laughs) Queen Mm -hmm. Esther. And the list is endless. Through the endless ages of eternity, we will experience friendship on a level we have never imagined possible. We will feel love, concern and understanding and acceptance in heaven's caring community. Well, Hannah, how open will our fellowship be with Jesus throughout eternity? Revelation 21, verses 3 and 7. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. Verse 7. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. What a wonderful, wonderful privilege that God again will dwell with his people. Now, when Jesus came the first time, Mm. and the angel said, you shall call his name Emmanuel, that is God with us. So he came in human flesh, but what will it be to dwell in his presence in when he is in his glorified right as king of the universe and to see him face to face? Mm. Amazing. And he calls us his son, and that's in a symbolic sense as well, because we're sons and daughters of God. Yep. So we're part of the family mm. of God. God's loyal family. Amen. Hannah, if you would also read for us Revelation 22, verses 3 and 4. 
and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their forehead. The deepest fellowship in eternity will be our fellowship with Christ. He shall be our God. We shall be his sons and daughters. The curse of sin will be gone. The barrier that separated us for millenniums will be torn down. The chains will be severed. Sin will be destroyed. We shall see his face and rejoice in his love forever. Hannah, will the redeemed continue to worship and praise God throughout all eternity? We go to the Old Testament to Isaiah chapter 66 verses 22 and 23. Sure. For as the new heavens and new earth which I will make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. So we're going to continue to worship God, to con- continue to worship God. And Sabbath is such a joy and delight yes. on this earth. Mm. What must it be like when all the angels come together, wow. when all flesh come to worship God? Wow. It's going to be amazing. Mm. And we will be able to sing along with the hosts of heaven. The Sabbath is a marvelous symbol of praise and thanksgiving to the God who created us. Each Sabbath, the entire universe will meet in a grand celebration of praise. The redeemed of all ages, the saved from every nation, will worship together each Sabbath. I'm looking forward to that, Hannah, by God's grace. Me too. What are the citizenship requirements for this new world? And if you would read for us from the New Testament, the book of Mark, chapter 16 and verse 16 to begin. Sure. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Believe and baptized. Amen. So that believing which leads to action, to follow your faith, Mm. to take those steps into the waters of baptism as Jesus gave us an example that is an example of what's already happened in our hearts, Mm. that new life has begun. Mm. And it's just that public declaration that I belong to Jesus. I'm choosing Jesus. I'm a child of the King of the universe. And if you'd read for us Revelation 21, and verse 27. Sure. But there shall be no, by no means enter it anything that defiles or um, causes an abomination or a lie, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. So it's very important for our names to be in the Lamb's book of life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, human words, Hannah, can never picture what God has prepared for those who love and obey him. The wonders of the new world defy imagination. The main thought we must concern ourselves with is, will I be there? Will you choose to be there? God has made provision for you to be there. 
You have a personal invitation from Christ himself. Will you surrender your life to him and allow him to fit you for heaven? God's promises are just out of this world. Hannah, would you read our final verse for us? We began with this in our, in our introduction, but it's so special. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9. Sure. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. We can stretch our imaginations, but we will fall far short Mm. because what God has in mind for us is beyond our comprehension. Amen. Well, our final decision question today is a prayer. Dear Jesus, thank you for calling me to follow you. I choose to follow you now so I can follow you through all eternity. Just now, I surrender myself completely to you. I pray that this will be your decision as you're listening today. It's my decision. And my decision too. And we would like to seal this decision time with a final prayer. Our wonderful God and Saviour, we thank you for taking us on this journey. Our search for certainty has ended in an embrace with Jesus Christ, our wonderful King, our wonderful Lord, our wonderful Creator, our wonderful Redeemer. We thank you, Lord, for painting for us a picture of what heaven will be like. And yet we stretch our imagination, but we can never fully comprehend everything that you have prepared for us. Mm -hmm. But what you have revealed, we grasp with the eyes of faith. And I pray, Lord, for all those that are listening, that they may make this their choice today that they would choose Jesus. Lord, we choose you, we love you, and we thank you for loving us first. May we all be ready, every person listening and us here in the studio today, may we all be ready as an unbroken family for that wonderful day when you come to take us home, where we may live in your presence, where we may see your face, where we may give thanks and joy and blessings and praise to you throughout all eternity. We thank you and praise you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I've really enjoyed this series of Bible study, studying together with Mm. you, Hannah, and having you listening with us wherever you may be. And we pray that God may bless you and that you may go in peace as you continue to search and seek for God with all your heart.
If you have questions or comments about any of the programs you've heard, you can call 3ABN Australia Radio within Australia on 02 4973 3456 or from outside of Australia on country code 612-4973-3456. Our email address is radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. That is radio at the number 3abnaustralia, all one word, .org.au. Our postal address is 3ABN Australia Inc., P.O. Box 752, Morissette, New South Wales, 2264, Australia. Thank you for your prayers and financial support.
from Molly DeFong's album, Through It All, that was For All He's Done. And coming up next, the West Coast Baptist College will sing I Am Resolved with I Have Decided to Follow Jesus.
this morning with blessings untold. A precious loving family and a house that we call home. The promise of eternal life because of Calvary. The peace that settled in my heart since the day He saved me. Look what God has done. I stand amazed and think of His love. I don't deserve it. There's no way I could earn it. Eternity is not long enough to thank God for all. For years, never once has he failed me. He made a way when all I saw was impossibility. My heart bows in worship, my lips sing his praise. We will choose to serve the Lord for the rest of our days. Look what God. Clark family sang, Look What God Has Done. And coming up next from 3ABN's album, Hallelujah, We're Home at Last, this is We Shall Behold Him. The sky shall unfold 
shall applaud him with thunders of praise. The sweet light in his eyes shall enhance those.
I'm the Two-Tip Lady and I love giving tips to help make life more simple. Do you feel like if you had to kick lots of sugar out of your diet that it would be just like having to drink bitter lemon juice? Ugh. Well, I'm preaching to me today because I love that sweet stuff and I bet you do too. And if I want to get rid of inflammation and avoid possible diabetes and not have to get the next dress size up, then I need to talk with myself again today. But I'll let you listen if you like. Do you want a story I heard a while ago? Here it comes. Once upon a time, not so very long ago in Indonesia, there was a man who was working for the national people there. He just loved pineapples. There's nothing wrong with eating pineapples, but there were no supermarkets. And he didn't have any in his garden, so he paid the nationals to help him plant a big pineapple patch. Pineapples take ages to grow, so he looked forward to sinking his teeth into that delicious tropical fruit one day. Well, after about 18 months, he could almost taste their sweet flesh. He could see them ripening, and he knew it wasn't going to be long now. He didn't know that he wasn't the only one eyeing those big, almost ripe pineapples. The day came, out he went to cut a couple of those beauties. But there were none there. They were all gone. The fellows who planted them had been watching too. I know just how that man felt. We lived in New Guinea some years ago and I too watched my pineapple plants with eager anticipation, only to have them vanish without trace from my garden. Oh, the frustration. I love to share, but I don't like having things taken from me. That man was furious. He called the national workers in and he roasted them. And would you believe? You wouldn't believe it, but the same thing happened the very next year. No. He was at his wit's end. He wanted some pineapples. Well, one striking-looking, good-looking, wise national man called a meeting. He said to his friends, Look, these are not your pineapples. The two unpaid you to grow them. These are his pineapples. And we all know he's kind, and he would share them with you, so I know what you need to do. If you can't stop pinching his pineapples, don't walk past his pineapple patch. Go on around and walk on another path because if you don't see them, you won't pinch them. It worked. That man enjoyed lots of pineapples from the next crop and so did the nationals as he shared them. So my first tip if you're trying to kick the sugar habit is choose to walk another path. I'll illustrate. I met a friend the other day. She said she was trying to kick the chocolate habit. She complained how she could swish and swirl that delicious stuff between her teeth and before she'd even know it, she'd eaten the whole block all at once. And she'd been doing that every day, with very sad consequences to her health. Well, I'd be exactly the same if I didn't choose a different path when I'm in the supermarket. I simply don't walk down the sweet aisle, I choose another path because I choose to not look at all those tempting morsels. I've got another simple suggestion today if you want freedom from sugar addiction. Here it is. Keep your eye on the freedom prize. Freedom, yes, freedom feels great. Less cavities, less obesity, less diabetes, less depression, less inflammation, 
less pain and more happiness. I know because I can say from experience that when I kicked sugar completely to the curb a few years ago, it took me about 10 days and then I actually didn't want it anymore. I couldn't believe it. The craving really does go away. So why am I preaching to me today? Because sometimes we fall back into old habits. So I need to highlight these tips again today for me too. Freedom, that's what I want, do you? And remember that Philippians 4.13 reminds us that we don't have to do it alone. We're promised I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. So choose to walk another path. Tip number one. Tip number two. Keep your eye on that freedom prize. That's it from the two-tip lady who loves to help make life more simple. Hello folks, it's lovely to be with you again today to share one of my poems. My name is William Ackland, and the title to this one, which has actually been set to music, is Forevermore Your Love. O Father God, Creator, Saviour King, look down upon us as to you we sing. With hearts of love, we praise your holy name. Forevermore your love will be the same. That same kind grace to us you have made known and gave us faith as in your way we've grown, that in your heaven, as angels praise your name, forevermore your love will be the same. That same bright hope will keep us in your way, shall be the light to guide us to that day. So, Father God, revive faith's faltering flame Forevermore your love will be the same. We look around us in another's eyes and see the sadness in the bravest guise. Only, dear Lord, can you remove our pain. Forevermore your love will be the same. Now look I to a nearby flowering bed and see the light and colours there you shed. Gladly I go with joy across the plain. Forevermore your love will be the same. When now I think of days so long ago, when as a child so carefree, all aglow, never did I think of sad days to come. Forevermore your love will be the same. Now, as the twilight says, farewell today, and we prepare for night time come what may, with hearts of love, we praise your holy name. Forevermore, your love will be the same. You have been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Radio.